Hey folks, welcome back to the Uncivilized Podcast. This is Trevor Boehm, your host. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for joining us, for being a part of the movement, and for all of your support. If you are a new listener, as I said, my name is Traver. I'm the founder of the Uncivilized Movement, founder of the Uncivilized Nation, and the author of two books. One is called Today I Rise, which is a journey through how to use heartbreak and divorce to completely transform your life. And the second is the book that started this whole ordeal off, that is Man Uncivilized, which is a guidebook for men who don't want to get pigeonholed into the 1950s Marlboro paradigm of masculinity or the sensitive New Age nice guy paradigm of masculinity, but want to be able to draw a little bit from both, a little bit of the primal, a little bit of the divine, and mix them together. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, three pieces. This is a, a conversation I had with Dewey Freeman over breakfast about two months ago that really, really sparked something big for me. But before we get into that, I want to mention two things. Number one, the uncivilized nation is open for registration, and our goal is to get 100 men in the nation this round. So please head to manuncivilized.com forward slash the nation if you're curious, if you're interested, or if you've listened to this long enough and you know you want to join. Uh, we have a huge year set up next year for the guys in the nation. The growth and transformation that we already see will be exponential. And so real quick, I get this question a bunch from guys who are like, hey, is it possible to join the nation, but not fully like dive in? Like, is it possible to almost remain anonymous? And what's interesting to me about running a group or having run a group for a number of years now is how many guys actually don't interact. Like I don't see comments on Mighty Networks. I don't get emails. I don't get DMs very often. But then like once a year, I'll get a message from a guy saying, hey, just want to let you know, like I'm not a big participant but I love knowing that this group is here. I love checking in. I love reading what the other guys are doing. I may be on the calls with my video off or my you know, sound off, but I, I just feel better in my life knowing I'm part of something and knowing that you guys are there if I need you. We're almost like an insurance policy for like a, a, like a third of the men. And I got to be honest with you. In the beginning, I was like, nope, I don't like this. I want everybody front and center. I want everybody participating. I want everybody showing up and posting and commenting and talking about their shit, talking about what they're going through, talking about their wins, like full participation. And then I realized that that may not be what a man needs. And I need to take a step back and recognize that my job, me being of service, is meeting men where they are. And for some men, they're posting multiple times a day, they're interacting, they're joining groups, they're coming to workshops, they're, they're rising through the ranks of the uncivilized system. And that's great. And then some guys, they're just hanging out in the background and their lives are better because they're a part of our group and they know we're here. So I just want to clear that up. Uh, we often joke with guys like, you know, late to a workshop. Uh, after we've done the opening circle, it's like, please sit down, tell us your name, your location, and your favorite male celebrity that you want to have sex with. And it's they, the look on their faces is kind of confused, but they also kind of think that's what men's work is. That like every second, it's like, hi, my name is Traver. Here's my deepest childhood trauma. Here's all the things I'm ashamed of. Here are my biggest secrets. Oh, by the way, I work with John over there. And now he knows all of that about me. And I need to go to my meeting at four o'clock with him in it. And now I've talked about all that stuff. It's not that. You guys, it's just not that. It's support. 
it's celebration. It's basically this meeting men where they are and having them be met by other men, period. Okay, enough about that. If you're curious, manoncivilized.com forward slash the nation. And secondly, a number of you have asked, can I get gift certificates for my man for this Christmas? Yes, you absolutely can. Please go to shop.manuncivilized.com and you will see the gift certificate is the very first item. We get a lot of people saying, I'm not really sure what to get my guy. I want him to pick a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, a hoodie, a book, a course, something. Uh, so please use that and use it liberally. All right, let's dive into today's conversation. Raw, real, relational. As I said, I was having breakfast with Dewey about two, three months ago. And we were talking about the growth of the business. We were talking about the growth of the movement. We were talking about what men need and what men don't need. And he was saying like, well, one of the things you still have to overcome is this word of uncivilized. Like a lot of people hear that word, see that word, and they think this is like <laughs> a, a group of unibombers, you know, <laughs> or like cavemen or like we're pr promoting paleo uh, or like we don't like electricity, uh, stuff like that. And I get it that the, the word is loaded and it's loaded on purpose. It's, it's, but people, once you do start to understand that we're just going against the default grain and the default paradigm, it does make sense. But he said, okay, so if you could tell me, like, what is a, an uncivilized man? Like, how would you make it more simple? And I said, well, he's raw, he's real. And I started, like, you know, scratching my chin. I don't know if you can hear chin scratching sounds right now. And then Dewey went, and he's relational. I went, wow, raw, real, and relational. Isn't that actually the definition of an uncivilized man? Or aren't these the qualities that an uncivilized man is striving for, right? He's raw. Let's break this down. He's raw. This guy's life has an edge to it. Like you've heard me use the quote, uh, my life is my argument. I don't need to tell you my politics. I don't need to tell you my religion. I don't need to tell you my my views on, on nutrition and training and, and love and sex and full expression, that you should just be able to look at my life and know my stance on, on most things. My life is my argument. And in order to live that way, it's going to be a little bit raw. The best feedback I get about the book, about Man on Civilized, actually about both books, about Today I Rise and Man on Civilized, is like, wow, you were really raw there. And so what does that mean? That means I'm living in a way that other people may not, and I'm not fucking apologizing for it. You guys are free to do whatever you want with your lives. So when I say to like, when people ask about the public, like the public, the civilized world is free to civilize all it wants, eat shitty food, have shitty relationships, drink a bunch of poison, smoke a bunch of poison, think that your politicians actually give a shit about you. Like live, go ahead, do whatever you fucking want. But I'm not going to live that way. And so by taking an actual stance, by putting a stake in the ground, as Kimberly says, by saying my life is going to be my argument, there's going to be a tiny bit of what appears to be a chip on your shoulder. It's not a chip on your shoulder. It's just saying I'm not going to apologize for being different. Right. Anytime I had early coaching clients years ago, anybody who went through the Man Uncivilized program, I'd say, here's the deal, man. You are different. You're going to have to deal with the fact that other people now see you differently. 
right? You probably don't drink. You probably don't smoke. You probably work out. You probably eat food that's healthy for you. You're willing to challenge the standard paradigm of religion. You're willing to challenge the standard paradigm of government. You're willing to look through the veil and go, wow, there's a lot of bullshit back there, right? You will be different when you start living in a way that goes against the default civilized world. Anybody who's quit drinking knows this. Anybody who's picked up a hardcore sport has done this. Anybody who's started their own business and gone into entrepreneurship knows this. You unplug from the standard structure and that that feels raw to people. And you actually, in order to thrive in that way, you have to have a level of confidence, a level of like, I don't give a fuck. This is how I'm living. Ness. And that is raw, right? Enough said. Real. What is real? Guys, real is just honest. Right? The difference between raw and real is is raw is honest, but it's got an edge to it, right? It's like it's it's a like you understand slam poetry is fucking raw. And regular poetry may not be. Right? You get that. So what's real? Real means you are brutally honest about every single area of your life. There's no bullshit. Right? You're not hiding behind anything. You're not lying about anything. You are actually just who you are. I was listening to Carolyn Mace. You guys know I've, I've loved this teacher since my early 20s. Uh, the other day, I was listening to a, a, a book on tape or a book on tape. I just aged myself. Um, I was listening to my tape deck in my vehicle. I was listening to an audio book of hers. And she tells this story of in the 70s going to meet, quote, like the first guru she ever interacted with or ever got like introduced to. And she went to this event and there was a guy there all in white and he was, you know, kind of fancy looking. And someone asked, what is the highest form of service? How can I be of service in the highest form? And she said she was crushingly disappointed by the answer because this quote guru said, the highest form of service is you being authentically you. You being authentically you is how you serve your community, how you serve your family, how you serve your partner, how you serve the world. And she said she felt like it was a bunch of cliche hallmark bullshit. Like what? Authenticity? Come on. It's just, what, you might as well say like gratitude, right? But now here we are 50 years later. And she says, I realized that man was speaking the truth. That when you get down to the depth of authenticity, the depths of who you are unencumbered by the patterns, by the trauma, by the conditioning that's happened to you, that you've inevitably had to live through. There is no, there's, no one lives outside of a system. We all live in some kind of system and that system has an effect on us, whether that's geographical, whether that's familial, whether that's religious. It doesn't matter. We all live in a system. I'm an American. I grew up in a system. I moved to Japan. The system changed. I went to grad school. That was a system, right? So tr to be real is to navigate your way outside of that system all the while knowing that it definitely had an imprint on you. So radical authenticity. You got raw, you got real, and now here's the money one. This is why I love Dewey. Because before Dewey came into my life, the idea of relationship to me meant, like, do I have a girlfriend? 
or a wife. Now it's, it's, it goes so deep. It runs into every single aspect of my life. I ask, is this relational or is it not relational? Is this conversation fostering relationship or is it cutting off relationship? Am I creating contact with the people in my life or am I cutting contact with the people in my life? Am I creating contact and relationality with me? It's the guy in the mirror or am I cutting it off? So raw, real, and this last one, an uncivilized man understands that the juice of life, the thing when we put our heads down on the pillow for the final time, we will not probably give a shit about the car in our driveway, the size of our house, the awards on our walls. What we will care about is who is there with us, who has been with us throughout the entire journey, who do we love, and who loves us. Yesterday, I got to have coffee with a man named Rich. Rich has been in the nation since the inception of the, of the, of the nation. But here's what most people don't, don't know about my relationship to Rich. I'm 47. Rich is 64. I met Rich when I was 16. He and I did Taekwondo together at a school in Connecticut. Think about this. He was 17 years older than I was. or still is. I was a 16-year-old kid, face full of acne, right? I didn't know my ass from my elbow. Like, you remember being 16. It was like, I didn't even get into it. Uh, it was not the sharpest tool in the shed. Yet he and I have stayed in touch over the years. And now that once I started the nation, he said, hey, this is something I want to be a part of. And I hadn't seen Rich up until yesterday from probably, you know, 1996 on. Yet that relationship to me is, is priceless. The advice I get from him, the way I get to now affect him when I'm in the prime of my career, the way I get to feel him talking about his family and, and his, the passing of his, his mother, selling his house, some real stuff, like it affects me. I'm so grateful for that relationship. That is something that means something to me. If I die today, God forbid, I will be full of energy and joy and happiness and love because of that relationship. Now, this isn't talked about a lot in the rah-rah, let's pretend we're Navy SEAL world of men's work. God, God bless those guys who are running programs like that. But relationality, gentlemen, relationship is the actual juice. It's why the nation exists. Because once you can have relationship with men, once you can share with men, once you can be met and celebrated by men, doing so with the opposite sex, if that's the way you lean, which most of us do, is significantly easier and gets to get to a depth that we can't get to without those male relationships. I hope this makes sense. Raw, real, and relational. Right? Raw real and relationship. You want to talk about what is an uncivilized man? He is those three. If you are striving to be better as a man, if you are striving to be an uncivilized man, please consider joining us in the nation. As I said, manuncivilized.com forward slash the nation. I want a hundred of you. A hundred. Most episodes are listened to by 3,000 plus people. A hundred of you. So go to the website, check it out, DM me if you have questions. Please pass this on to a man in your life. And if you are not a man listening to this, please forward this to a man in your life.
Have a great rest of your day. Cheers.